you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you for tuning us in. Thank you for that. We know we're just a few days into the new year here with Pastor Tony Miller, uh, Pastor Emeritus of Morningside Baptist Church, longtime pastor of uh, Morningside Baptist Church. He blessed my heart. Pastor preached at Morningside Baptist Church on Christmas Day, and we, we just thought it was a wonderful message, and it was a blessing to our hearts on Christmas Eve. And uh, it's good to uh, see him back, our pastor, Pastor Josh Crockett, uh, went up with some family over the Christmas holidays, but Pastor, you know, Christmas Day, so Christmas and Easter, you know, it brings the people out. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you people come out, and that's a practice, once again, of many traditional churches. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking about New Year's, and when did that start? You know, the watch night services we used to have, you remember that? Yeah. Where you'd go and sing and have preaching and maybe a film, a Christian film, and then you'd... Pr Pray the new year in. Right. Right around five of the prayer would begin. <laughs> That's right. You, uh, and I, I got to thinking about that. And this week I read about it. And there's a book I could recommend you on these new times of the year. And it's All the Holy Days and Holidays by Lockyer. Wow. And he's got one. And he says, where did that start? Watch night service and New Year's services? Uh, John Wesley. Wow. They had so many people that were saved out of drinking and, and wild nights, particularly on New Year's. This was a party time of the worldling and doing all kinds of dastardly deeds and, and mean at times and drinking. And he said, we had so many people that got saved that were new babes and they didn't know what to do with that night. And so we started a watch night and replaced it. The old ways and old habits they were used to with new habits of preaching, praying, singing, and giving praise. What a blessing. And it's good to know that. I mean, you know, here we got something for you to do that's even more exciting. It, uh, it comes with life and uh, the Word of God, the living Word of God. So we find ourselves in this great place, uh, creation with a new nature. And uh, so we're talking about a new nature. We've been talking about new things this week. And on this Wednesday, we find ourselves speaking of the new nature that we have within us. And Pastor gave us a couple of verses here that are pretty straightforward. I love them. And Second uh, Corinthians 5, 7, and this is a verse that I try to share with people in consulate all the time mm. and, and say, listen, you, you don't live there anymore. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And then over in Ephesians chapter 4, in verse number 24, it says, And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So with this new creature, or oh, this new creation that God does, we're new, those words you said, and uh, we're new. We've been rebuilt. We're all new. We're in God. And uh, so put on the new man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And just what we did this morning. Yeah. We got up this morning. We put off our night clothes. Yeah. And put on our work or whatever clothes, maybe holiday celebration clothes or yeah. You name it, but it's a put off and put on. And what he's saying has happened to us in the new birth, 
which we talked about last time, is that we have been made new creatures by the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And what he does, he puts in himself, in our hearts, new character, his own person. Yeah. Think of that, the Holy Spirit of God, the third person of Trinity, living inside us, closer, as the hymn writer said, than hands and feet and breathing. Wow inside of us yeah ministering to us so the old nature that we had that had sin habits he says that's the old character but now you have a new character you're a new creation in christ jesus when you received him so every one of us as believers have not just the law from the old testament telling us what we shouldn't or should do now we have god telling us put off the old man's habits that were condemned by the law but I'm commanding you now to put on the new and I'm going to give you the power to do it because the Holy Spirit's dwelling inside of you using the word of God. Boy, that's good. I, I tell people all the time uh, when I was in the army and as I got promoted through the ranks, I was in a position where I could, I could make someone change for about 24 hours. You know, I, <laughs> By I, command. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd bring them in the office, and I mean, I'd tear them up, you know, and, and tell them they're everything but a, but a good American. You know, there, there were times, I mean, I had an American flag behind me, and I'd turn around and I'd point an American flag on one side, an Army flag on the other, and I'd, I'd point at that American flag, and I'd say, son... <laughs> you got to live up to this. <laughs> you have no right to be looking at that flag right now. And uh, you're not part of that flag, right? And I mean, I just tear people up. And I saw people change a day or two. But, you know, God says there's more to it than that. Let's give you the Holy Spirit. Let's give you everything you need to not only make the change, but to live in a different zone. Yes. Yes. What, what God orders, he pays for. What he demands of us, he supplies the power. Yeah. And we just have to cooperate with the available person of the Holy Spirit's power, presence to do that. And by the way, this those two words, naos, which means new, new. in time. Yeah. And the other one, which means quality, new. Kind of. Right? Both of those words are used about this new creation and the new man. Wow. So when we get saved, we're recently saved. We're like maybe Nicodemus went away yeah. from Jesus, and he indications are that he got saved. He got right, yeah. He was it. a new babe in Christ. He was recently born again, and so he has a new man or a new nature, a new character that has just recently come in. But created in righteous and true holiness talks about the quality. Now that we're saved, we have inside of us the Holy Spirit, and we have the ability and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Just like God, we're like him, created in righteousness and true holiness. Yeah. Wow. Now, that's amazing. I remember last week's broadcast, uh, we, were, we were blessed to have my friend Vince with us, and Vince made the comment that, uh, you know, you can get these things and not open them up and use them and apply them to your life. And I was thinking, you know, one of the things that happened to me a, a couple of years ago is I, I didn't open a present. You know, I had a present. But for it, Christmas, for Christmas, you know, kids bring present. My wife gives me present. We're blessed. We're a blessed people, you know. So, you know, maybe they're six, seven. I don't know. But somewhere along the way, one did not get opened. Okay. And time went by. 
you know, like a year went by and we're decorating and stuff. And sure enough, in the box is this one present. Oh, you found that, it. That's a dad on it or something, right? And I opened it up and it was the coolest thing. And, you know, it was a, a special charger from, I could charge my phone and my iPad out of the same plug. And, mm. and, and, but you know, that gift was no good to me. Because you weren't using it. I weren't using it. I wasn't using it. And we can open a gift and it can be no good to us. Yeah. So yeah. this is one of those things where we get this. So we're with this new nature, with this new creature, new creation. Um, but boy, it's so easy to live in that bad zone. And I heard Pastor Miller preaching from the pulpit years ago. I got it written in my Bible near this verse where he said, the most miserable people on earth are people who are saved, who don't live a life of being saved. I'm sure you've made that statement more than once. But I've thought about that over and over again, and I wonder how many of us, at some level or another, we can be, you know, we can be in church, we can be this, we can be that. Uh, Vince said to us last week, Vince's time on the broadcast last week was real profound to me, but he made the comment, I accepted certain things, I did certain things, but I never got rid of certain things. Yeah, and that's what, you know, I remember my sister telling me shortly after she was saved and I got right with God, she said, you know, Tony, when I was a saved person, not living right for God, I'm the most miserable person there could be. You can't enjoy the world because you feel guilty about it, but you can't enjoy God because you don't want God in your life at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so I have a friend of mine. Um, it's, it's a lady's friend of Debbie and mine, and a wonderful lady, and she made the comment, well, I don't want to call my health coach when I'm not doing healthy things. That's right. And boy, that's a picture of me. That's a picture of with everybody. God. Listen, with God, yeah. you know, I don't want to call out to God and God, but God knows everything about us. Knows that's when we need him the most is no. when we're not doing right. Yeah. When we're off somewhere and uh, yeah. wonderful statement. So we're, we got this new nature where with this new creation and this verse says that you put on the new man which after God is created on righteousness and true holiness. So there's holiness, there's righteousness, and there's true holiness. Yes. And that's spelled out in details. Some of you are detailed people. Right after that, he starts in verse 25 and goes to chapter 5 and verse 4. And he says, now put off this habit yeah. and replace it with this. Now, something that I want you to realize, there's a statement I just thought of recently you can't get rid of something with nothing. <laughs> so that's a good, hey folks, hold that thought for a minute. We're going to go ahead and let the radio stations do what they have to do. But think about that. You can't get rid of something with nothing. Hey, we'll be right back with you. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Bible says, in that ye put on the new man, which after God has created righteousness and true holiness. And Pastor Miller had just made the comment when speaking of that verse that he's learned you can't get rid of something with nothing. That and so this is the problem people run into of getting out of the old nature. That yeah. The you know, new creature, old things, 
pass away. They're supposed to, those habits, those characteristics. Now, just remember, a habit is something that can be good or positive. God made us with the ability to develop habits. You do something enough times, you don't have to think about it, spend a lot of energy. I, I dry off my left leg every time I get out of the shower first before I do my right hand. Because that's what you're used to doing. It's a habit. I don't have to think about it. It's bam here and then to my right <laughs> leg and I'm on my way. But And so the same way we have habits. And so we get saved. We've got these old habits that are sin nature related. And now we need to replace them with something. You can't, And I always tell people, hey, the number five, put it in your mind. That book I recommend, yeah. Saying No to a Stubborn Habit or Getting to Know is what it's called now. There's an illustration Put five in your mind. You got the image five there, now put it out of your mind. Okay, you've got five out of your mind. No. Every time I think about it, it's still there. I says, now put eight in your mind. And oh, yeah, now I got eight in my mind. Yes, and you no longer have five because you replaced it with eight. And a lot of people are trying to say no to sin, but they're not looking for what God says replace it with. Verse 25, he says, Wherefore, put away lying, let every man speak truth with his neighbor, for we're members one of another. So God says, here's what's wrong. Go back and tell the truth of that person. Quit lying and tell them the truth. Speak the truth. And your motivation is because they're a member of the body of Christ. And he does that over and over again. Put this off. Yes, don't be angry with this the wrong way. He says, be angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Don't go to bed bitter angry, upset. Use that energy of anger, if it's righteous anger, to go at the problem. It should attack the problem and resolve the problem. Not attacking the people, but the problem. But what's the motivation? Don't give place to the devil. So he goes through lying, bad talk, stealing. You know, maybe some of the things you, you might be involved in now, bitterness, sexual lust, and he has a replacement for every one of them. And one at the end, he says, hey, don't put this fornication into your life, dirty jokes, all of that that's so common in the world. Replace it with thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know, ingratitude is a terrible thing. So if you get all this right and God's given you all these great things in life, well, there's got to be thanksgiving for these things. And, and that changes you. When you stop and take account, as the old hymn is, count your blessings, mm. <laughs> you know, name them one by one. Uh, and, and I was thinking about that, you know, part of the problem I think we have is, or I have is I can be a person of ingratitude. Right. And yeah, but gratitude is a cyclical thing. I see God's grace and his gifts. I give thanks and the joy of the Lord is your strength. Giving thanks brings more strength into our lives to recognize God's grace and overcome a sex habit that's wrong whether it's heterosexuality you name it any kind of sexual habit it god always says thanksgiving is a part or primary in overcoming that or any sin habit it's the power of overcoming with thanksgiving and then focusing on what god wants me to do and you talked about living in grace yeah i would mentioned that uh uh, Clarence Sexton, a brother who was the uh, president of Crown College of the Bible in Knoxville, just went to heaven. And one of the things that a lot of people said on their testimonies is, is uh, uh, Pastor Sexton used to tell people, uh, you're in a place of grace now. Yeah. Yeah. 
you're now out serving God and you're on the mission field, preaching, whatever, and now you're in a place of grace, a place where God will give you his grace and you need his grace. Yeah. But ingratitude is where I find more people end up in bitterness and anger that mess up their lives. I was talking just before today, came to this podcast and this brother, uh, a close friend of mine, saying his brother has had problems all through his life of rebelling. And when he talked to me, he said, but you know, at 17, he was bitter. He never got rid of the bitterness. Bitterness will lead to rebellion toward authority, to apathy, to you, all kinds of things. Immorality is one of them. Hebrews 12 talks about that. Thanksgiving, you know, re, that overcomes bitterness. When I begin to count my blessings and name them one by one, I'm not angry at God. I'm not angry at him, and I got blessing. Yeah. And if you look, you know, so often, uh, this is what I've learned. As soon as I became a biblical counselor, my, my mind exploded. Uh-huh. You know, you look at people and you put them on such a high pedestal. You know, you, you go to a church with people and say, man, I wish I had a life like them. You know, everything's perfect. Everything's <laughs> wonderful. And then, you know, uh, you know, five days later, you're counseling them. They want to kill each other. <laughs> so this is what I know. I know that we all have within within us, Pastor just showed it to us in the Word of God, we know it's there, where we're this new creation, where we're, uh, you know, we can put on true holiness, but also inside of us is this old man, and we have to let go of this old man. We have to let go of the habits of the old man. And replace him with the new man. It's like number five, but now. Now it's eight. (laughs) Now it's eight. So now it's, uh, you know, now it's the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And this is what I know. So so this is what I've found out, Pastor. I want to ask you about this. What I've found out over the years is when I have someone come in and they say, you know, hey, Doug, you know, we're we're getting a divorce because of this, this, this. And I say, well, how did this happen? Well, you know, you just don't wake up one day and, and uh, hop into infidelity, or you just don't wake up one day and decide and, and have an online relationship. I was working with this one couple, and, uh, you know, one, one person of this particular couple, uh, you know, was involved in pornography, different things like that, and he had taken it to a place where he emotionally felt for somebody. He hadn't physically acted on it, but he was he was going out of the marriage emotionally, dealing with somebody with text messages and stuff. And then on the other side, the other person is, you know, totally disconnected. While I find, you know, purpose here, though the other person wasn't emotionally hooked to anybody, there was definitely this total separation. So in my mind, I'm looking for the sin. You know, what started this? What, you know, because if we don't see that, if we, if we, don't allow the new man to take over. If we don't allow true holiness in our life, uh, we're going to take norms from the old us, from from sinful us, from the world us, and thinking that people are better, this is better, the grass is greener. If we're not careful, we need to stop and identify the great things in our life. And something happens when we do that. We start realizing what the junk is, and the junk starts leaving because we replaced it. Yeah, you've already answered some of the questions yeah. you had, brother, yeah. because the, the counseling thing, I just say three things. People say, I fell out of love. Yeah. Well, what happened, there was sin that was committed against one another, and we're not going to name yeah. a specific sin. It could be one but, of a million. But, but really what happened is we fell out of forgiveness with one another. We stopped exercising forgiveness with one another. You know, you sinned against me, but I want to forgive you through Christ. 
Oh, yes, that's right. I did sin against you. When you keep short accounts with one another and keep the slate clean between you, your love, affection for one another will stay warm. But they fell, They quit forgiving, so they fell out of forgiveness, not out of love. That wasn't the issue. Okay. They, then, secondly, they stopped being thankful for one another, praising one another, thanking one another, and thanking God for that mate. That's, a, that's what's going to set it up for losing affection. You lose appreciation when you lose thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. And then the, the third thing that I would really say is they were focusing on the other person's imperfections rather than their responsibility in the marriage relationship. Yeah, that's you, good. You got you to gotta stay. The Bible doesn't say, you husbands, see to it that your wife submits to you respectfully. Yeah. No, it says, you husbands, you love your wife. Stay focused on yours. Boy, this is great. We're going to continue it on tomorrow. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Folks, you're new creatures out there today. Live that way. We sure do love you. What an honor it is. We look forward to you coming back tomorrow as we continue on with new things we get as Christians. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.